Okay, so the return of the Jack. Big Jack Hamilton from Mass Direct, one of our earlier episodes. Really, really interesting company, really interesting guy. Um, if you haven't listened to it, go back and check that one out. And we'll see what Jack is up to these days. Hello. Hey, Jack, what's the crack? <laughs> getting on all right, Matthew. How are you getting on yourself? <laughs> yeah, very interesting times, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We're living in definitely, definitely interesting times. Uh, definitely unprecedented. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. You keep well, family keep well. <laughs> Family's keeping good, man. Jackie is currently still at work. Uh, she's a nurse, still going to the hospitals for now. Um, she's actually pregnant. Uh, this is the first time I've uh, said it on air, I think. And, oh, um, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. So I think we're still trying to figure out what the protocol is with all that sort of stuff. But yeah, both of us keeping well. We are... Uh, we bought our first house. We're in Dromore at the minute. So self-isolation is really sort of like we are well and truly kind of isolated from uh, from the world. So I've just been bunkered down in the studio here, um, taking a few calls and trying to put some content out there. So thanks for thanks for taking the call and thanks for agreeing to chat to us. No worries. Well, I mean, Jackie's an absolute hero. I mean, she's, she's one of the people we're all depending on right now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, basic services we need. And one of them is food, and food is your business. So before we jump into that, how is family with you? All good? Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, I mean, uh, are you tired yet? Well, <laughs> um, we're pretty, we're pretty tired here. I mean, I, I, it's uh, we've been running kind of like 20, 20 hour days there and thereabouts, twenty one hour days uh, for the last couple of days. I mean, we're we're just building stock. Really, we're trying to build up as much as we can, just in anticipation of the next weeks and months coming and you're really trying to reach out to the nhs hospitals healthcare services anyone who needs uh needs food so we're really we're building hard at the moment the team are are working really you know flat out here um might be able to hear in the background every now and again there'll be some some noises as i'm wandering around the place here but don't worry i'm keeping myself isolated as possible um you know as isolated as possible we can in the food industry because we we've got to keep going for everyone as well yeah sure so i mean like it's been such a long time since i've even talked to you but uh, and yes you know from our last interview and, and subsequent interactions i know very little about potatoes or about farming um so when you say you're stockpiling what does that actually mean what does that look like yeah so at the moment we're you know we're keeping up with demand and keeping the stock on the shelves i mean obviously the last uh last few days um have been a bit manic in the in the supermarkets especially and we've got really good relationships with Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda, uh, long-standing relationships, and they're really big supporters of Northern Irish food. So they've been working as closely as they can with us just to make sure the stock is getting in as quickly as it's going out. So, I mean, the fundamental thing is that the food chain um, and the food supply in, in Northern Ireland is very secure. So the the idea of panic buying anything is, is completely unnecessary. Mm. It's all good in that sense, and things will keep being supplied. Where the demand's increasing and where we're building is um, we're looking at things like the NHS, where all of a sudden they're they're about to come under a lot more pressure, um, and other parts, uh, you know, other places where traditionally you would have had people eating uh, at work maybe five days a week or kids eating in school five days a week. Suddenly, all of those meals are going somewhere else. So people are going to be eating in a different way for the next weeks and months. Crazy. Uh, and with that in mind, we're just making sure that we're essentially we're we're freezing some. Uh, we do some uh, uh, meals for 
for hospitals. So we're making sure we freeze those off and have those ready uh, in the event that the, the demand suddenly surges in the hospitals here. Mm. But we're also just freezing off um, freezing off more of the stock for, for restaurants, for catering, uh, in anticipation. There's going to be more demand there as well. So we're just we're putting in the work now. Um, really, while we've got while we've got everyone standing and everyone getting on, because we just don't know what's coming, so we want to yeah. get the mashed potato. We want to get as much. Uh, you want to get some made now, um, in anticipation of uh, of uncertain times ahead. Yeah, totally, dude. Um, like I remember the last time. I remember in the 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 big interview we did, which I'll I'll link to for any of you guys listening who haven't checked that out. Honestly, Mash Direct, amazing, amazing family business what they're doing is insane and jack you hit me with like this unbelievable potato stat like how was it was it in like was it in a measurement of weight or something like the amount of potatoes you guys produce it was either in a year or in a month i just couldn't get over it yeah i mean the packets stage, maybe it was probably, we i think we're maybe at that stage we're doing a pack a second selling selling one pack a second um here i i wouldn't want to know what we've been making in the last, <laughs> last few days we we haven't been so big on like sticking to the KPIs, like <laughs> continuous improvement. Um, everything's you know, it's all still cumber potatoes, it's all local produce, but we've just been uh, working really hard. Just and the team are working really well together. Like everyone has stepped up immensely right the way across the place. We even had a we, we had a representative even in Scotland last night. I got a I got a message through that she's she's next policewoman. And somebody, had, like an elderly couple, like this is completely random, but like an elderly couple had been, um, like their car broke down somewhere in Scotland. And this rep who was in a branded vehicle, like just looked at them, saw there's an elderly couple stranded. They were terrified because they didn't want some random bystander to sure. come and open their window and infect, you know, potentially infect them. Yeah. So she stopped all their traffic coming by. She opened their bonnet to warn people the car was out of service. And got all our bystanders like wheel them off, and it's just like we sent this message around the whole company today to say like these are the good things that people are doing, like those in need right now, beyond even the food industry, and like just the morale of the whole place just lifts when they hear like stories so of how good. everyone's helping each other in these times. Yeah, I mean, well, like you guys are, you know, like nurses, you're on the you're on the front line, you're on the cutting edge of the community, and you're providing you know, the services that we need. Not to mention, you're like interfacing with the community in the places that they kind of uh, need you as well. So, I mean, that's, it's really interesting. When did you, when did this whole thing stop becoming a bit of a like conspiracy theory and, oh, like, you know, the media hype, blah, blah, blah. Like, when did this actually start to get serious for you? Um, we realized that it was going to get pretty serious when we started seeing what was happening in Italy it was probably the first time we realized um what was going on i i back back a while ago now i did a master's in uh international relations and diplomacy and have a few friends who are working for ngos in italy um we have our whatsapp group still going and we were chatting backwards and forwards and a few of the uh, a few of the folks out in china were saying like this is beyond what you can imagine and then as soon as the the team in italy were saying yeah this is this is really bad uh we started realizing there's just like this is coming no matter what and from then we've been planning for when not if and that's really been allowed us to get ahead of this to mm -hmm. have the plans in place to have the place set up to have different departments isolated different canteens uh for different groups of staff to be able to get the marketing and the finance team off-site as quickly as possible and get them yeah. working from home so that the core of the business the farm and the factory can keep going 
and reduce any risk of people coming on site as well. That's awesome. I mean, what really put you in my head was um, I've had a couple of mates who work in coffee shops and hospitality who have unfortunately lost their jobs. So, you know, we're all in WhatsApp groups. We're all trying to get people connected up with work and, you know, how can we survive? Do you need anything? You know, do you need to borrow things? Like, how are you for money? Blah, blah, blah. And um, there was a thing flying around in some of those groups today that you guys were looking for staff. Um, is that still the case? Like, I can edit this out if it's not, but... Uh, you... Yeah, that's, that's absolutely the case. I mean, it's, it's what, what we're developing now is we're trying to feed the nation, basically, is what we're doing. We're trying to, to create a campaign around that. I mean, we we said we need to keep going here no matter what to, to make sure there's food on the shelves, in the hospitals, in the nursing homes. And as a part of that, I've been reaching out in the last uh, last 24, 48 hours, uh, chatting to other food producers right the way around Northern Ireland, be that Finnebrogue, Moy Park, Dale Farm. There's loads of great companies out there. And we're, we're doing our best to team up to say, you know, in the next few weeks, we anticipate that our team will need rest um, on top of everything else. You know, they've got childcare to think of, you know, God forbid, you know, people here start getting the virus as well. And they'll need. We would like them to be able to rest and take as much time as they need, just to you know take time just to recuperate properly. Yeah. Um, and with that, we've been reaching out to the hospitality sector to see these people who have been very sadly made redundant, or people who are in hard times can apply to us. Either if we've got work here at Mash Direct or in one of the other amazing food companies around Northern Ireland, to then step into roles, get trained up quickly. And be able to step in and essentially come in as like an incredible subs bench to, to help us all out cool. um, and keep us going through uh, through this time. So it's you know, it's something we we anticipate. We don't know what's coming yet, but yeah. we anticipate we will need support. Um, we've had like you know, it, it was last night. We sent out a few tweets and sent out some stuff on social media, and it was fantastic. Within a couple of minutes, we had about 10, 15 applications, wow. and then it became incredibly sobering by today we've had over 500 applications in 24 hours incredible so i mean like i'm gonna i'll i'm probably gonna publish this like as soon as you hang up um so like who are you looking for where can we send them uh maybe you can whatsapp me a wee link and i'll, I'll put it in the show notes or whatever yeah i mean i'll send you across a link i mean we we will be looking for people to to come in and help out in production and dispatch driving on the farm and engineering uh, we, we will really be looking for a wide variety of skill sets to come in and give us help, even if it is for maybe a week or two weeks or something like that. Mm. It'll bring relief to, to let somebody take a bit of time and be able to step in and um, and, and keep us, you know, keep, it's not that we're not going to be able to produce the food. We'd like to be able to scale up as well to make sure we can look after um, anyone who needs food as well as, you know, there's, we want to look after people who have been made redundant, we're bring, we're you know, happy to take on a few more people if it means that they're protected from you know the worst of suddenly being made redundant as well. So we're trying to trying to stretch to do to do that. But there are other companies, and we're we're one of the small ones involved here. We're we're trying to lead it, but it's massive ones like Finnebrogue, like Moy Park, mm. like those companies are also getting involved with this. And the idea is we're trying to uh, link in. So. You know, as soon as I, I'll send out the link to you as well, Matthew. What we what we realized quite quickly is the scale of this means that we don't have the capacity to to do the HR administration of this. So I reached out and EY have actually stepped in, and it looks like EY are going to help us with this oh, as well. Deadly man. Um, so 
So they're going to create a very clever analytic system to figure out like who's in what area, what skill sets they have, so that we're not having to process like 500 applications, but maybe the 50 that are local to us yeah. come through to us and then others go through to other areas just to help out people Killer. in need right now. Um, so there's loads of good stuff happening there and loads of companies jumping on board. I mean, one of the big big drivers behind this as well as Dennis Lind on at Finnebrogue is um is amazing and he he's one of the early people who I was chatting to who saying from a very early stage saying like COVID-19 is incredibly serious mm. we need to get prepared for this right now and he's been a big champion in the food industry for really sobering people up to the reality of of what's coming in the next weeks and months yeah i mean you're a journalist like you you know the story like i just wrote down there that feed the nation thing are you guys using that because that's brilliant that yeah that's what we're that's what we're going to call the campaign i think uh that's what we're, that's what we're talking about <laughs> we're going to call it feed the nation and certainly the posts we've been putting out are asking for help or saying you know that we we genuinely can't feed the nation without you we can't feed it without our people this is very much a, a people business and to to keep us going to make sure that everybody's got the food they need in the next uh weeks and months you know we're going to need help as well here um and we've already got loads of people who have uh volunteered you know i'm happy to happy to say loads of people from like pubs that i've enjoyed over the years <laughs> getting involved people we know well you know lots of the local community are are getting involved already so it's it's really nice to get that community while this is an incredibly challenging time there's so much good community work happening right now where where people are getting together and it's you know it, it's really nice to see um that help yeah i mean i hate to uh spring questions on you like totally in the moment but and i don't want to like dramatize things any either but like you know you you've lived in you lived in washington dc didn't you for like it was a good while wasn't it uh yeah yeah i lived in i lived in dc for a while yeah it's like it, it's kind of like has this whole vibe even like i'm listening to you talk and i'm like standing up right now in like my garden shed with the microphone and i'm like getting pumped i'm like feel like i'm listening to like jfk or something give like a speech like there's like a real kind of like rally in here like how what are you yeah. learning in this process like like you said you're working long hours you're kind of like in the war room making decisions uh you're obviously being really really pressed and pushed at, at this time as well i imagine personally like what is this what have you learned even over the last couple of days about yourself or about situations like this yeah i mean you, you say jfk i think i think it's more dad's army <laughs> um it's really what's going on. i mean it's it's the reserves coming in to try and help out here you know that, that's what we feel we're, we're we're not ready we are we are sorry i'm sixth generation farming stock we're not you know this is suddenly like it, it is like suddenly having to deal with a wartime scenario in the food yes. industry and we are an industry that will need you know will need uh protected through this you know to make sure the food keeps coming but i mean what what we're learning here, I think, between ourselves is suddenly a lot of things happen a lot more quickly. You know, you're able to get access to people. I'm I'm on the phone with politicians today trying to push this. I think we we're just gonna do we're gonna do what we're gonna do anyway. We're not gonna wait for yeah. for politicians to make decisions on this. We've already linked up and said, you know what, we can't wait. We've just got to go and hope they support us once we're already doing it to get people into work again. Yeah. Um, I've definitely learned that like the community feel in Northern Ireland and the, the passion for actually getting things done is there. If you, if you shout loud enough and keep moving, people will get behind you. And there is a huge amount of positivity here, despite obviously the overwhelmingly negative scenario that is, uh, is the COVID-19 crisis. Um, 
I'd say what we've learned here as well is we're suddenly we've learned a lot of new technology very quickly to oh, yeah? try and get ourselves up to speed. Um, even simple thing, you were conference calling, even though we're in the room next to each other. Mm. Like I, I don't interact with my my mum, my dad, my brother. Like we oh, all stay goodness. in separate areas of the business. We don't see each other face to face at the moment because everything's been done via conference calls because we recognise you know, there's the people who who make you know people um who are in charge of the day that they're running the business we're the ones who really need to stay on our feet for as long as possible so if we interact <laughs> with each other we put each other at risk yeah 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 um so yeah. we're all kind of taking our own stations and, and making sure the whole thing works yeah you guys are like the uh the people that knew the coca-cola recipe you're never allowed to be in the same place at once <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it that's exactly it it's, you know we just gotta, gotta all stay separate look you wave at each other through windows like the way it's the little things like even like what day is it? It's Thursday today. So like yesterday, weirdly, was meant to be the day that my mum was due to receive an MBE in Buckingham Palace. Oh my goodness. Um, I had no idea that was but, even going down. Yeah, so I mean it was it was meant you know, it was meant to be a very different day. Um, obviously sure. a very different day for lots of people. But even it was really sweet. Like the whole business a few weeks ago, uh, everybody did this thing where they held up a letter, uh, just individually and then as the video went on it spelt out congratulations tracy on the mbe oh, so we were nice. able to put that up uh there's quite a sweet moment like we were able to put that up on a screen for her but i had to watch her watching the video oh. through the window outside oh. and because <laughs> we to be in separate isolations so it's like it's nice to do that i mean we cancelled you know we weirdly we cancelled on the palace like a yeah. week ago because we're like we need to keep the business running and we can't <laughs> put the business at risk by going over there and you know god forbid put you know put any members of the royal family at risk as well and all <laughs> yeah they say um there's no such thing as bad bad publicity that would definitely be bad publicity <laughs> <laughs> family farm <laughs> it's one of those things it's the, it's the incredible conversations you have that you realize that because westminster wasn't at that stage shutting things you know it's, it seems crazy like we're talking it seems like a lifetime ago but even a couple of days ago yeah before westminster was saying we need to start closing things down the palace can't be seen to be doing something different to Westminster. So Mental. while it's clearly absolute insanity to have any arrangement where the Queen meets a load of strangers <laughs> and shakes their hand, they weren't stopping it for days. Oh like, my what goodness. are you doing? That's so bananas. And they're like, they like putting out these messages like the Queen's wearing gloves. It's like, what? <laughs> You're like, the Queen should be like locked up in self-isolation mode, never mind gloves. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, regardless of your views in the British royal family, that's a 93-year-old lady, like, totally. keep her safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I've loved about this chat is, I mean, you're you're very keenly aware of the challenges that we are facing, and not to mention the potential challenges that are ahead of us, but there's such a sense of confidence in uh, what you've said. Like, I, I, it's actually put me um, at peace as well, because I am not a worrier. I am not someone who gets anxious about stuff. And see, even about food, it's funny how like you so quickly like snap into this kind of weird survival mode where you're like, well, like, you know, what's food going to be like in a couple of weeks? Da, 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 da. And then boom, even just what you said, you're like, dude, Northern Ireland has such a great food supply chain and you guys are working hard to like not only maintain that, but push that. And so that I just want to thank you because that even has put me at ease and I'm sure it's put some people uh, listening at ease as well. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 right the way through from there's incredible producers here right the way from field to fork meal. That's, that's not not just the farm, you know, incredible farming here. There is genuinely incredible food manufacturing here. 
to get the quality through, but also right the way through to the retailers. You know, we've got incredible retailers that support local food. And because of that, we don't have these huge stretch supply chains. It's not like we're, you know, so many of them supported local for years, which means we're not faced with a scenario of stuff's coming in right the way from around the world. It's literally coming in down the road, which means in a in a crisis mode like this, having local food is so, I mean, it is such a crucial part to getting this right. And it's something the retailers, you know, be it the big supermarkets right the way through to local independents like Indie Food and Cumber, supporting local food means that the biggest potential shock in the short term just isn't there. Like our food supply is absolutely secure. Mm. Awesome, man. So look, I am not going to keep you any longer because I know that you are literally like running around right in the middle of it. Uh, you know, again, I just want to say thank you for your time, but I also just want to say like, thanks for what you're doing for us, like as as consumers, as people that will eat the food, uh, whether it is a master egg product or whether it's you know any of the other local food that you are uh, supporting to in this initiative. And look, I just think like what an amazing story of it's like that Northern Irish thing where it's like here, not bad for a family farm, eh, fellas? <laughs> yeah, I mean we'll 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 do whatever we can. We're we're just one farm. There's loads of other places out there that are doing amazing things there'll be other food manufacturers who are, who are going to jump on board with this so even if you're not local to cumber or you even if you're right the way on the other side of the province like there will be other food manufacturers who are getting on board especially like if you're if you're coming from a hospitality background you've worked in food you've worked in the kitchen before like those are exactly the kind of people who the food manufacturers are going to be looking for in the coming weeks and months so there's there's support out there for people uh who need it right now awesome man well when all this is over i can't wait to uh, sit down and kind of share the full story flip do you know what we should do we should do like a, a small series with like i've always wanted to interview your mum and dad maybe even your mum and dad together i don't know if they would do it i don't know if they're like that northern irish generation where it's like we don't like talking about ourselves but now especially i know she's a <laughs> mbe you should be getting a wee email my way it's like would you like to share your story in six months when all this is blown over <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they'd be more than happy to as well Awesome, Jack. Well, here, thank you very, very much. I uh, really, really appreciate you, man. And um, stay safe yourself. And uh, thanks again for everything you're doing. Will do. Thanks for that, Matthew. And please pass on all of our thanks to Jackie, who's doing an amazing, amazing job. And uh, she's she's the real hero, and she's the real hero doing the real work out there. Mate, we're all doing our bit. That's all it takes. <laughs> Cheers, Matthew. All the best. Class. See you later, dude. Send me that wee WhatsApp link, and I'll fire this up now. Will do. Great idea. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Bye-bye. Unreal. Class. Man, I am like, I was not spoofing. I'm like legitimately pumped right now. Oh, unbelievable. Thanks for that recommendation uh, for you guys that wrote in and suggested we give the guys at Mass Direct a call. Um, I'll link the full episode with Jack that we did. It's probably about six months ago. It covers his full personal story. It covers the the kind of like big picture story of Mass Direct as well. Unbelievable local company who are doing just massive things. They're exporting their cumber potatoes literally all over the world. Like I think it was last time I checked, it was like even like Dubai and like they're open in America and like it's just unbelievable stuff. So um, yeah, if you fancy going for a wee walk, if you fancy listening to the full episode, you can click that. Uh, we also have, what do we have? We have over 100 uh, our long interviews with people from Northern Ireland. If you do find yourself uh, looking for something to listen to, you're looking to connect more with local people during this time of disconnect and self-isolation, you can head to bestofbelfast.org. 
big, big thank you to all of the financial supporters of the show, the members of the Producers Club, who basically made this episode possible. If it wasn't for your support, uh, we couldn't do this, and I really, really appreciate it. I feel like such a radio person today. Like, I've never done, like, the wee phone-ins. I feel like flipping, like, Frank Mitchell or something. It's like, and now, this was an episode of Quarantine Phone Calls. Tune in next time for more interesting blah, 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 blah. But in all seriousness, hit me up on WhatsApp, 07873636003. Oh, no, that was Radio Radio DJ, wasn't it? Send us a wee text or a call. Just, you know, get in touch at the number. Uh, my email address is matthew at bestabelfast.org. You can also get in touch through the, uh, through the what? Through the, not the email, through the website. Yes. Um, if you would like to recommend another quarantine phone call for us to make from the garden shed here, um, have a look through our back catalog of 100 guests. Who would you like us to bring back for a phone call? If there's someone we haven't interviewed yet, someone who's doing something amazing and interesting, whether it's related to the current COVID crisis or something else, hit us up. Let us know, and I would love to get them on the phone and love to continue to pump out some more content like this for you guys. All right, that's it from me for now until the next quarantine phone call. Uh, thanks very much. Just po- just published one with Colin Gaddis there. Really, really good crack. Completely different change of pace. Didn't talk about coronavirus at all. Uh, talked about a lot of things that's been going on with him personally. I could not believe it. Like, I'll be honest, I hadn't listened to his podcast for like six months because I'm not on social media. I missed everything. Had no idea that he just had a baby. Had no idea that his wife was uh, going through cancer treatment. Like, dude, all this crazy stuff. Um, was really, um, I was really chuffed to have the opportunity to catch up with him again, hear how he's coping with all that, hear how uh, Maureen and Eddie are doing. And uh, look, if you've got some time and you're interested, you can also just listen to that one too. All right. This is the la- I've done like six all rights, like six like time to go, but it really is time to go. Thanks very much. Oh, and stay safe and sound. Hi, I'm Rebecca, creative at Lines and Current, an online jewellery and accessories brand. And I live in East Belfast with my husband, John, who also works on our business with me and our three kids. I like listening to the Best of Belfast podcast because I really love to hear the nitty gritty stuff that comes with those types of unfiltered conversations that Matt has with his local guests. I'd say my favourite episode was probably that one with Grace Chambers, the 91-year-old parkrun record holder. I think for us... um, We really like what Matt is doing and we've loved supporting what he's doing. Um, He seems to just be shining a light on the Northern Irish people, community and exposing all those untold stories. So yeah, if you've been on the fence about joining the Producers Club and you'd miss Best of Belfast if it wasn't there, I'd recommend you consider joining today. You can do so over at bestofbelfast.org and I look forward to seeing you in the WhatsApp group soon.